Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Battlefield. I'm your host, Jessica Trout, and happy National Women's Day to all the ladies out there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. You know, ladies, I can't, you know, tell you enough, like, how far we have all come and how much we have accomplished in our lives, especially, you know, everything in the factor of our, you know, ideas and dreams and being honored especially the historical women that are you know that are honored till this day it just oh my gosh it brings so much joy in my heart um so i was watching pretty much an animation series um that was made in 2021 so last year and it's called made by her monumental women and it speaks of the three major women. Um, one was Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And she was a writer, a conservatist, as conversationalist. I mean, whatever. I can't talk great. And professional nuisance who saved the Everglades is how they worded it. It was so great. She lived to be 108. Um, but in her 70s, she was about, I want to say 79 years old, is what I remember from it, is that there's, there's, uh, she was a pretty much a person pro, you know, go pro of the Everglades, which is a river called the River Grass. It's in Florida and it's pretty much a swamp, but it is a, you know, it's a preserve for animals and, you know, she wants pretty much an environment of like a wasteland environment for the animals and, you know, plantate, you know, plants. And so she apparently heard that they were going to make a airport of the future there. And so she stood up and she was a woman who stood up in her seventies and said, uh, uh, no, we need to keep this inhabitants for the animals. And of course, for, you know, to keep them safe. They need, they need homes. So that is one woman that I think in stature is, you know, very strong and powerful. Um, or who was, should I say, was. And of course, um, I love, love, you know, the next one. Um, a lot of us know her, uh, especially the women know her. And it is the big RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She is a notorious lawyer and Supreme Court justice and fought against gender discrimination. She made it possible to make sure that women got paid equally as men, um, as well as women of color who got paid less way back when because of their color. Um, and she also made it a, the point of the fact that men are not ju limited just to breadwinners. They can also be stay-at-home dads, and they're covered by the Social Security Act. Um, if their spouse, the woman who was the breadwinner, and they lose her, and they can, you know, have financing to help take care of the baby as well as themselves, and of course that, you know, the bills. So, Ruth Gator Bader Ginsburg, you go, girl. And finally, Coretta Scott King. Okay, she was 
an unsung heroine of the Civil Rights Act who spoke out for the poor and the oppressed. Um, yes, we are talking about the woman who was married to the king himself, Martin Luther. And, you know, she stood for a lot of peace. She was such a get, she was against violence. She, she stood against the fact that, you know, anybody who, you know, was seduced to that, she stood up and said, no, we should not have this no more. She even stood up for, uh, again, or should I say against the homophobic people? Uh, she was so, she was all for gay rights as well. So it's just amazing how these three women were, you know, they were just, no matter what deterred them they decided to go with it anyway they went with it and they and you know it really you know opens a lot of eyes especially to women now these days you know oh my gosh you know what they did something so great they've they changed history and as women i think we need to keep changing history or at least you know going strong on what we believe in today Women are even their own CEOs. They are their own, you know, directors. They're they're their own admins. And you know, I worked. I'm not worked. I <laughs> see. I almost messed up there. <laughs> I was a consultant. I was pretty much my own boss. I made my own hours. I you know made my own boss. By being with a company that allowed me to be flexible and being a stay-at-home mom. Yes, there was a lot of work behind it to bring in the pe- my like clients to, you know, support my business. As well as, you know, sample or buy product. Um, but that would be in the support area of it. And, of course, lots of follow-up calls and, you know, making sure everyone was happy with what they had. But at the same time, it was very empowering to be able to do that as a woman because, you know, not only did I want to stay home with my children, but I also wanted to, you know, make something of myself. I wanted to bring in something. I wanted to help my husband. And... You know, mind you, my husband is one of those people who feel he should take at least the, some of the responsibility of being a parent. He's not just be, he mean, he may be the main breadwinner right now, but he doesn't see it that way. He also sees it as, oh my gosh, you know, I'm just making money to help. But other than that, I know I need to, you know, come home and help with the kids. And, and he, plus he loves to cook. I swear to God, I, you know got lucky with this with my man because he also loves to cook he says that he's really loved to cook since he was actually pretty young so but that's phenomenal (laughs) it's phenomenal and the food he makes is phenomenal so i'm lucky that i also have the support of a man in the house who's willing to take half the responsibilities of helping raise the children and now i no longer am with the company i was with but i technically still make my own hours Mm -hmm. As 
a working mom. Now, I mean by that is a lot of you know from what I've said in my segments that I am a writer, I'm an author, and I write my own stuff. I write fiction, and I've also am writing a pretty much another book. I wouldn't, I don't necessarily call it, I mean, yeah, I may necessarily call it self-help, but it's my story about, you know, pretty much abuse and how, and I, and I kind of just tell how I kind of went through the motions and, you know, and at the end I'm going to, you know, on how I got the kind of help I needed or, you know, how I, I sought out how to handle the trauma I went through. So I make my own hours by writing on my own time and how I self-publish it on a publishing site and I do my own editing and all that. And I'm able to freely do that as a woman in my own space, in my own home, while still taking care of my two children. Um, you know, there are times where it's not easy. And us, most women know that. Like, we can go a full day without being in our own home offices because we're taking care of children at home until our spouse, our supporting spouses come home and they're like, okay, great. Now I get the time to be in my own home office. So here you go. And they're willing to take on the responsibility as you clock yourself in to the things you love to do. And let me tell you, that is very empowering. Like you don't necessarily have to show, you know, that you are a woman of power to do, you know, you don't have to go to peace rallies. You don't have to, you know, be Supreme Court justice. I mean, you don't have to do that stuff. Um, I will admit, and the reason I bring that up because there is somebody, I forgot, some, it was a woman in college. I was talking to her in my class. It was one of my classes and she was talking about how, oh, I wish I can be this, like the great women of America. And I said, what are you talking about? And she did bring up, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She said, well, that Supreme Court Justice woman, Ruth, she, she did this, she did that. And I'm really hoping that I, you know, I can make a change like that. And I said, well, why do you think you have to be that? Why can't you be you as a woman, the way you are right now taking these classes and the way you're going to walk into a workplace after you graduate? Why can't you, you know, isn't that just as big? as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she just kind of looked at me and said, oh, well, I guess, yeah, I guess that is. And I said, yeah, because technically getting your degree as a woman in the medical field and walking into a hospital clinic, whatever, you know, helping people, that is just as big. You are still changing lives. You're making better, you're making lives better just for putting on your nursing uniform and walking in there with your telescope in hand and just talking to the patients that need to be heard. You are making a difference. It may not seem like much, but you are making a difference. And I did, I did think the same thing about my writing, especially fiction, because fiction is fiction. A lot of people, some people don't agree with fiction and that's okay. But, you know, it's also a, a thing where, you know, it gives people another world to think about, you know, like a stress, like it's stress-free reading. It's not, it's not for people who are like, oh, I'm going to just read and never think about the reality that's actually outside this book. No, that's not what it's meant for. It's just meant for, okay, you know, I just need to, you know, bring myself into another world and then, you know, 
That way I can breathe. Because some readers, like me, I love reading fiction because I feel I can get away for a little bit and then come back refreshed. That's just me. Okay, that, I mean, there's probably is other people out there like me who do that, but that is completely me. And see, with fiction writing, a lot of people, will pro I don't know if they talk about it behind my back, they probably do. They're probably like, oh my god, Jessica's never going to make it in this world because she's a fiction writer. And she keeps just self-publishing it instead of putting it to an actual publisher that can actually, that has all these connections, like TV, radio, blah, blah, blah. You know, she, other than that, she ain't going to make it. Honestly, my writing is out in public. It is out into the public. And that is good enough for me, believe it or not. That is good enough for me because I'm a woman that shows that I can write and, you know, be fucking darn good at it and share my stories as well as my creative side. I mean, I just want to share it to the world that. I mean, it doesn't matter where I publish my work as long as it's out there to the public and people are seeing it and going, oh my gosh, I wonder what this is about. Oh my gosh, I really love this story. Oh my gosh, that put me at the edge of my seat. Oh my gosh, that I feel the same way. Or, oh my gosh, this really relates to me. That's all I care about. And as a woman, that really empowers me. And I know I've had a couple comments about maybe once the kids are older, I can actually do something for a career. Well, great. Honestly, to be honest, I probably wouldn't mind becoming a part-time phlebotomist because when I was taking medical assisting at my community college, holy damn, <laughs> I had no clue. I would love drawing blood so much in my hematology class. Guys, my, I loved hematology so much. Like, drawing blood became an <laughs> almost an addiction because I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is. I just loved it. I loved every second of it. So I would not mind going back to school at least, taking a few classes to get my certificate as a phlebotomist just so I can feel that adrenaline rush, that high of just drawing blood. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I can't even explain what it is. I really don't. Um, and I know that some of you are like, wow, that's scary. No, please don't be scared. I'm just saying. It's just one of those things. It's like when I'm writing. It's a high, it's an adrenaline rush, especially when I get going on a story um, and I'm writing chapter after chapter after chapter. It's an adrenaline rush for me. It's one of those things. So would I mind? Probably not. I mean, I would have to do it to get the feel of it. Um, but right now, as a proud mom, a woman to my two boys, I am proud to be home with them and watch every milestone and their growth and being able to teach them Hey, you know, the things that need be instilled in a boy to be a good man in the future. As well as my husband helping out in that aspect as well. Um, and I'm so grateful. I really am. I'm very grateful. And I do, however, I, I will, or should I say, I am, however, at this moment, taking kind of a small break. I am, you know, kind of visiting notes about my current what I started on writing for this next book. But other than that, I wrote a 254 page book. It is a fiction, it's fictional. So, but it's a supernatural thriller. Okay. And I, and I hope you guys will check it out. It's called wine country W I N E and then country C O U N T R Y. 
And of course, I go by the alias author name uh, J.D. Vinsky because my first name is J, my middle name is D, and my maiden name is Vinsky, um, which I've I had way before I married my husband. I had my maiden name um, on my first book way before I married my husband, and I, I you know, I even kind of talked with my husband. I said. Would you feel okay with me keeping my maiden name for my author alias? And he said, oh my gosh, yeah, that's completely fine because that's you. You're leaving a legacy behind in your family name. So just so you know, that is the reason why I chose to keep it. Because yes, I am leaving a legacy behind once, you know, when I die, I'm going to be leaving something that, you know, has my family name. And it's going to be, you know, leaving that behind for my kids, my grandkids to be like, oh my gosh, wow, you know. So yeah, every you guys should check it out, especially if you like supernatural thrillers and you like kind of twists and turns and, you know, family secrets, murder and lies. Um, that's pretty much what's all in there. Uh, it is for 18 or older because it is, it does have, you know, some swears, some provocativeness going on. So uh, make sure you're, eight, you're at least 18 or older and, um, you know. Just so you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wanted to make it really like almost like a movie, but in a book. <laughs> you know, one of those supernatural thrillers as a movie, but in a book. Um, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, check it out. It's called Wine Country by J.D. Vinsky. Um, it is available on Kindle. Now in hardcover, since hardcover became a thing with Kindle publishing, um, self-publishing. Awesome. And, of course, check out my other works, publishing works, that it would be great and awesome. Uh, but I just, again, I just want to say happy National Women's Day. Um, there's nothing, you know, that we can't, can and cannot do. You know, it's, it's just very, it's very empowering to me. It just really isn't. It brought tears to my eyes just watching what I watched today. And all these increments were just, like seven to eight minutes, but it still brought tears to my eyes because I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, wow, what strong human beings as women they are or were, you know, because two of them are dead. Um, so it's, oh my gosh, we are just, we are just such a strong gender. We really are. And if we can do anything we put our mind to, okay, we really can. And especially with today, today, you know, we have, we have this once a year and I just want you to celebrate. I want you guys to celebrate no matter what. I mean, a lot of people are probably like, wow, it's not a big deal, man. We have it every year. Oh yeah. Well, it's important to us. It really is. It's important to us women that we get recognized for a lot of things that we feel unappreciated for, you know? We do. We feel we are so unappreciated with a lots of things that we need to see ourselves as at the top all the time. We shouldn't see ourselves as the middle, average, or below. We need to see ourselves, you know, we appreciate ourselves as we are always sitting at the top. Because to tell you the truth, that's how I feel. I always feel like I am sitting on my fucking pedestal as a woman who is so proud to be a stay-at-home mom as well as working on my own terms, publishing works of art to me anyway, you know, in the eyes, in eyes of other beholders that feel, you know, that 
books are a great gateway to, you know, great creativity. So I just want to say happy National Women's Day and go girls, go kick butt, go kick butt.